everybody welcome to today's first podcast this is this generation's podcast gen get it because it's gen you know so today's topic what's today's topic guys uh, moving abroad yeah and this, the implications of moving abroad and what responsibilities you could expect when you move abroad so i brought two guests over here this is madame sandra rushdie and jasmine hamada yes Okay, is that how you want me to pronounce okay. it? It's fine. <laughs> so these are the two lovely ladies. I have chosen them here today because both have moved abroad and have both suffered and endured many different things. And I felt like it would be beneficial for everybody to have an example of what it'd be like to move abroad. So first, I would like to ask you guys, where did you guys move from and move to? And what was your general plan? Well, I left from Sharjah, United Arab Emirates, um, and I originally came to Berlin to visit Sandra as she was homesick, but my initial plan was to go to Spain. I wanted to go to Spain, to Valencia, and study Spanish and work with horses. But little did I know that my mom actually kind of told my mom, uh, Sandra, that please try and convince her to stay with you. And I thought, Okay, maybe let, let's try it. And then we, we looked for places to stay and we found this lovely place, which we now live in, for six months. So I've, I've been here since Berlin. Here in Berlin. Yeah, I've, been, I've been here in Berlin for, for six months, since December 23rd, to be exact. Almost, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I came from Dubai. I had a plan for like the past three years to land exactly where I am at this point in time. And I made it all the way through flawlessly. That's what happened. I put my mind to it and I got here. So that's cool. Yeah. So basically you guys made a big jump. It, Berlin is very far. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I would be able to go that far ever. I think like my maximum would be like to Lebanon and that's it. But when you guys moved, what tackles did you have what like things did you have to overcome surpass in order for your move to be smooth as possible like what did what steps did you take okay so um my dad was a real g and helped me out in the beginning he speaks german already so it was like um a real big help for me to have had someone like that to settle in with but he was only here for like two weeks so then i like jumped straight into language school and was looking for a part-time job and a place to stay, to stay as soon as I got here. I was staying at a hostel in the beginning and I was just trying to like hustle through. Um, and I think the, the biggest problem I faced was actually trying to fit in socially because I was too busy getting carried away with finding solutions to all the different logistics of moving into another country that I forgot how to make friends and how to deal with that sort of social environment and so that was like really sucky and that's why I got super homesick super quick and that's when she came in so that was like one thing yeah I mean definitely you guys are like a lucky case in which both of you moved together okay. more or less but you went first obviously and you had to endure like a moment of loneliness like that loneliness did it ever like get to you it did no I uh the it sounds really like edgy and like really sad Turkish drama like, but I would take like really random walks out like in the middle of the night because I couldn't just sit in my little room with all these like sad, lonely thoughts. And it was like kind of 
self-deprecating. Overbearing. To, yeah, like it was just overwhelming almost to kind of have to deal with this whole new life so quickly and so fast. And especially when it like it was winter, you don't want to go out. And that's something new. That's a is it was less of a culture shock and more of a weather shock. In Dubai, it's just summer all year round. We'd all take that for granted and we just complain about it being too hot during the summer. Whereas like here Everyone complains that it's too cold during the winter. And I thought that was just like, what is this drama? These Europeans are like coming up with. <laughs> no, it was intense. They don't and I hated it. Yeah. It was terrible. I didn't want to go out. I wanted to stay home. But then at the same time, if I chose to stay home, I was dealing with all those like really homesick thoughts. So I would have to like get out and just walk to random places to get my mind off things or to try to anyway. So definitely, I think like having a moment to yourself really helped you in that situation because you were able to go out, see at least what Berlin had to offer rather than trap yourself at home, trying to figure out all your emotions. At least when you went out, you were able to deal with your emotions in a, a newer environment and made you relax and calmer. You know, it gave you a sense of, I think maybe, I don't know if this is for you, but it gave you a sense of, I'm finally here. This is what I've always wanted. And I need to just remember that this is what I wanted and it was my decision to move abroad. Definitely. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things where you, especially for me, having a plan to have come here for so long, you build up needlessly expectations without realizing it. Subconsciously, I had an image of what I wanted things to turn out. And because I got here, I was waiting for that image to kind of just unfold and nothing of the sort actually did happen. I mean, I'm happy to be here, obviously, but it's just one of those things where, you know, there's a lot more to it than just what you were expecting, no matter how detailed your plan, your planning was all the way. Uh, you have to be comfortable and it's common. I think everyone, everyone does it. It's a, it's a subconscious thing. Uh, we can only try to remind ourselves to kind of be open to any possibility and all the opportunities that come your way, especially if they're not things that you had in mind in the first place. But the number one thing is you end up like in a completely new place. You have to be alone and you have to be accepting of that. And you also have to be comfortable with that because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like that for a while before you actually settle in and find anyone that's ready to be like a part of your new social circle in this completely new environment. I think that's definitely like one of the issues that people have faced is that, for example, if you vacation somewhere and you suddenly think, oh, this is somewhere that I would like to stay. You just need to realize that when you vacation somewhere, it's a different environment that you're entering. You're entering somewhere new and you're looking to look around. It's different than normalizing a place that you now suddenly live in, like having an, this like difference between the two. You need to step back and realize that going on vacation and moving to a different country are two different things and i think that's where the issue starts to arise because everybody just starts thinking that oh because it was so easy when i was on vacation it'll be so easy when i move there so i heard you got you have some struggles as well from when you were initially moving and this whole move of living abroad so would you like to share that with us yeah. today so um obviously my main plan was to go to spain so i came here for like meant to spend like maybe two three weeks here and I didn't really book my flight or train going to Spain and I actually had a, a big problem with my luggage so my my main luggage was still in the UAE my uncle wanted to um, FedEx it to me um, and that didn't happen for over a month so I had like two pairs of jeans and three tops and just like one winter jacket so I was kind of str slightly struggling with clothes so that was a bit annoying but um, 
that was my main tackle in the beginning and it was also like okay am i actually staying here am i not because my main plan that i've been working and saving up for was to go to spain because i i've never been to spain i've never really traveled in europe apart from going to the uk um so i really wanted to go to spain because I, i just i think it's so beautiful and i want to work with horses since there are loads of horses there um so then when i when i came here it was really nice obviously like i was with sandra and this and that and then okay once we we found the place that we're staying in and i agreed okay fine yeah i'll stay here for six months um and then just see where things go like i'll take my chances here because germany was also kind of an option for me in regards to university so if i learn the language then i can afford university and, and all that included with it um but when i came like it was still like kind of a shock I didn't know if I wanted to stay or not so I was kind of like testing the waters or whatever trying to see if I really fit in if I don't um and then it got to the point where sometimes like I'd be enjoying it and then sometimes I wouldn't like it was also my first time leaving home so I would feel really homesick um and I like at times I'd get really upset like I miss my mom and my family and my animals and stuff like that um But then like the next day I'd be like, oh, it's a, it's a new start. Like, okay, I actually saved up money. Like I paid for my flight coming here. It was, it was great. Like it's such an accomplishment. Um, until now, I don't really have a job. But like because I was also feeling really homesick, I decided to um, travel to the UK. So in the UK, I, tra I traveled to the UK in March um, just to see if like just to see some of my family there because my brothers and my uncles are there. And my dad so I went to go and stay there for a bit and I felt like I started to feel as if I, I belonged there because you know there's no language barrier um, and it was just a bit easier for me to get around because I didn't really feel awkward so when I'm here like everyone speaks German pretty much and I'm just okay I'm like the little outcast and as well like I did kind of feel as though I invaded like Sandra's life in a way because My main plan was to go to Spain, like it was just a little stopover. But then when I was in the UK, I actually missed my flight. So I decided, okay, I want to stay in the UK. So I stayed there, but then the longer I stayed, that's when lockdown kind of initiated. And then I was alone. So I was for, for two months, I was alone in my dad's apartment and I kind of wanted to shoot myself. Um, but then I was like kind of debating things like, okay, where do I want to stay? Do I want to stay in the UK? Do I want to stay in Germany? Which one did I actually kind of like better? And obviously it's a bit biased for me to say that I liked um, the UK better, um, sorry, Germany better because I was, I was in lockdown, you know, I don't really know much, um, but I managed to fly back here and I, I've like, it's a lot of self analyzing and, and stuff like that. And I do feel like genuinely I would fit in here. Um, I just obviously need to learn the language to avoid the language barrier and stuff like that. But it's also a bit stressy as I don't know German. So it's a little bit harder for me to find a job, especially during this whole crisis of uh, the virus and stuff. So I'm still looking for a job. And the thing is our rent finishes soon. So I'm like kind of debating, do I stay? Do I go back to the UK? But like mainly I've decided to stay. And then eventually like when the world decides to chill out to go to Spain, you know, like, so the thing is like, I'm, I'm a bit kind of all over the place. I'm trying to just do one thing at a time. Um, like I've decided to stay. I'm going to look for a place and look for a job. So I, university is not really in regards at the moment. 
um, until I find a job because I'm just hoping not to end up in the streets. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've, the thing is because I'm like moving from place to place, I haven't fully settled down. You know, I don't know where I'm going to be in two months from now. Like, I don't know. So I'm just... And the thing is, you never will know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's That's that's another, like, pressure, like, a social pressure that's put on everyone that leaves home. It's like, you need to know what happens now from here on out. Because like, you're suddenly this big week, adult. next month. Yeah. Know? It's your... You're, exactly. And you grow like, up. You have to grow up so fast when you move. There are all these responsibilities, yeah, that just just like thrown at you, and no one really prepares you for that. And yeah. it sucks, but it's also a way of life, and it's such an important process to go through for you and for like everyone else around you, because that's like that's when you actually become a part of an integral part of society, basically. And then it's like, okay, now you're a functioning human being. You've got things to do, and you've got stuff to kind of sort through and yeah. and i mean that's you could see it from a very um negative perspective and be like this is way too much and was not prepared for this and stuff like that or you can just kind of like look at it deal with it and move on you know and yeah. and i'm really lucky to have my my family because they're so supportive they're like okay what do you want to do now okay well we support you like do whatever you want i'm like okay i'm gonna stay in the uk they're like all right I'm actually going back to Germany. They're like, oh, okay, you're a little traveler. We don't know where you are from here and here. Eventually, you'll be somewhere. Yeah, I know. You know? I mean, <laughs> eventually, I'll be doing something. But I mean, like my mom said, when I was debating whether to go back to Berlin, my mom was the one who was like, okay, let's look at the flights. And I bought the flight with her. She's like, yeah, do it. Be spontaneous. Do it. Just go for it. You know, it's just like, like my family is a big, um, like revolves largely around following your gut like do what your gut tells you just just let it happen because everything like it's best to do it now than when you're older and regret you know? like, that you never the had the opportunity to, to go it. yeah exactly yeah i think that's something that i missed out on definitely because my father never gave me the opportunity to leave so basically i had to teach myself that living here was my only option the other options he had given me was of course lebanon but like I don't think that I would fit in in Lebanon since I was born and raised here. I was raised, I know all the Dubai cultures. Ask me anything about Dubai and I can answer it to you. So when people in Lebanon, they see something like that and they think that I'm a fake Lebanese because suddenly I don't fit into that culture. It was just never something that would appeal to me. So I had, I had to ultimately learn how to appreciate what I have. And in doing that, I forgot how to be responsible and how having responsibilities was like because I my father would do everything for me to go do my passport whatever it was ID identification house rent any financial anything like that that comes with moving abroad I never got to experience so because that never happened to me and I never had that leap or that opportunity to leap towards something new I feel like if I were to try to move abroad it would be such a huge shock and I wouldn't be able to handle it like I feel like I would be stuck And I would obviously need daddy's help all the time. Like, Baba, please come help me all the time. So I feel like... But this is... I'm going to stop you there. I'm, like, it's it's so relatable. And the, the thing is, especially in Dubai, when you grow up in a city like that, where you're, you're like in this little bubble and you're just constantly cared for without even realizing it, you know? And, yeah. it's, and it's not anyone's fault, really, you know? And the thing is, is for us as well, coming from a place like that, 
we constantly also have to ask our parents for help and it that becomes also a pride issue yeah. especially for me that i i had to deal with in the beginning i thought well now i'm out of the house i'm supposed to be completely independent i'm supposed to be you know sorting through everything by myself and i don't need family's help and i shouldn't be needing family's help but it comes to a point or it gets to a point where you realize that you need to accept any help that comes your way and you have to not be afraid to ask for it as well um when you realize you have family like how jasmine's saying she missed her family so much and she's on the phone call with like her, her mom all the time and stuff you have to also appreciate that those connections are real those connections are there we live in a kind of day and age where they are like facilitating this kind of growing constantly growing connection between you friends family loved ones whatever and you have to use that and even if you're going to be on your own somewhere else you have to remind yourself you're not alone in the world exactly. and so you have to always never be afraid to not yeah. know something and, and stay in contact always ask for help yeah and i think that's what like something yeah like lots of people i know here they always talk about wanting to leave the country and i always advise them because as i said like i was taught to appreciate what we have here so i always tell them you know like we have everything here everything is done for you everything you do is by a held hand and it they cater everything to you like imagine you go to the petrol station you don't even fill up your own petrol the guy yeah, swipes yeah. your card for you puts everything for you yeah you know he's a bit spoon fed exactly and it's it's something that's really good but when you decide that you want to leave you need to be able to deal with that shock it's and i think that's change, what many yeah. people have to deal with i know a lot of people who have left the country and suddenly hate it because they didn't realize the amount of responsibility they would have abroad. Like I have so many of examples that came back. They literally came back and they said, we can't handle the difference. And I think that's where the importance of making that decision and making that like, it's your decision and you have to make it, but you have to be sure of it. If you make that decision and you're not sure of it, you're immediately going to doubt it and want to come back. And that's why I brought you guys here because you guys made that decision and you guys are living with it. Even though you went through all these struggles, you haven't given up yet and come back to your parents as fast as possible. You know what I mean? Again, that was also a pride issue, though. Like in the beginning, I never wanted to admit to being homesick and to wanting to go back to what life was for me, you know, and coming to that ultimately was one very difficult but two i think reality like shattering because i was living in a fantasy or trying to turn my fantasy into reality without actually accepting what was you know and so then when i realized oh yeah going back would probably be easier and probably just be a whole lot nicer and i'd probably be a little bit happier and stuff i like you know i embraced that feeling because that's totally normal everyone goes through that it's not a bad thing Right. But then after you accept that and then you start to focus on how you really feel and what's actually happening right in front of you, that's when you can kind of come up with a balance to sort out all your problems one by one, tackle them like piece by piece. It's a puzzle. It's always a puzzle. You're always building something new and you're always taking things apart and you're going out again and again and again. Right. And a lot of people takes trial and error. Always yeah. has to be like you really will not know everything from the start. Even if you have like the best guidance counselor, the best parents, the best financial support, you will always somehow make a mistake somewhere yeah. down the line, and you're going to learn from it. Yeah, like you will learn from that, and that's okay. Also, I would like to ask you guys about the costs. 
maybe not specifically the cost exactly but exactly like what should one expect when moving abroad cost wise okay well um yeah well for me like i saved up quite a bit of money like i had a target um of 20,000 dirhams um so i've been like working and saving up for that that was supposed to pay for my um spanish language course uh and accommodation and like um necessities like essentials and that was supposed to last me for maybe two to three months with all that included um but like i'm still lasting with that money till now and i think it's like obviously helped to the point where i'm i mean because i haven't done german courses or anything um but in her situation i uh i had a very detailed itinerary for like the for the first at least three to five months of being out of the country i took into consideration like mobile bills rental mm -hmm. like facility pay whatever i also looked into how much like language courses was going to be i looked into transportation i looked into food and looked into all little things that i would you know want to be spending on and the thing is is i don't think you can ever be too prepared you know my dad always said um it's better to prepare to fail than fail to prepare you know that's like my dad in a nutshell so of course i had every single bit of information i could gather from online which is not ever going to be enough but you know you do what you got to do and i came out with the intention of searching for a job almost immediately my backup plan was to just go back to dubai if all else fails but with what you have you need to be able to at least guarantee yourself a couple months of security when it comes to you know having a place and having food on your plate and mm -hmm. that's it you know so priorities is roof over your head and food on your plate and then from then on just keep sure. on looking for a job if not other opportunities and other like open doors that you could you know use or go through when you're in this new place because you're always going to go through struggles and money might definitely be one of them and even though that sucks you just have to prepare yourself for that mentally and physically how do you do that like how would you advise people to get a job for example when they're in a city that they're lonely and they don't know what to do and deal with that stress and everything like that like give an advice give some advice to the next generation if you say generation so <laughs> because i don't know german um i'm obviously not letting that stop me and sanders teaching me some german at home and um, like we practice every now and then and i look at certain things and i have a little german book um but it still shouldn't obviously stop you from applying for jobs so every day i'm applying for jobs still continuously trying and trying to improve my german in order to get a job but obviously now it's definitely not as easy so i'm like oh corona using my money a bit more actually i'm lying i'm just spending money <laughs> I'm just I I'm like hoping I'm going to get a reply soon like hey you're hired but no like when when I first came we were both spending like we'd share our shopping bills so we'd spend 30 euros and we that would like last us a week or sometimes two I mean we've had times where there was literally no food in the house just bread so we were like kind of surviving off of bread you know um but now like we're being realistic and we're like spending 40 to 50 euros like lasting us two weeks or so 
one or two weeks. Depends on how greedy how we, are. we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I would have. And you guys love food. That's something food I remember when you guys were here. You guys love food mean, a lot. Yeah. So we would have like a set bill for um, food. We'd have a set bill for our transportation, for our rent, and like certain things on the side, depend depending. Like maybe sometimes we'll like feel like spontaneous, like, hey, let's go and shop, let's go buy something, you know? But most of the time it's just like a strict amount we're allowed to spend a week or a month, like just in order to not spend too much. So we'd have an app that we track our, our expenses with. Yeah, so important. Like the student budget is real, guys. It's mm. a thing. Uh, you know, you hear a lot about it and you hear a lot about students in the States being in like crazy debt. It's because the student budget is intense and you really have to like live on, I don't know, like just the peanuts, the least, <laughs> the least you could possibly do, you know? And um, the way it worked for me when I first came in, I told you, I, I jumped straight into a language school and whether, you know, someone should do that or not depends on the country and depends on the person because you know i know people that have been here for at least like seven years and their german isn't so great but it's one of those things where you should make an effort to learn the language but there's always going to be an opportunity somewhere in some corner if you just look hard enough the thing is is you need to be flexible you need to be able to open up doors yourself and so that's why learning the language comes in handy for me i targeted the tourism industry and that's always helpful because you know english is a thing and uh so i ended up becoming a hostel receptionist and i messaged at least 30 30 to 40 emails and i was sending them out every day every day random hostels i wasn't even looking for job openings i was asking for job openings you really have to put yourself out there because sometimes it's sitting around and hoping for the best isn't always you know, the only option. It's just like now there's a coronavirus going on, <laughs> just in case anyone listening from the future. Yeah, it's, and these are tough times. These are tough times. Like you have to, you can only do so much. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that ends up making you feel like you aren't doing anything at all. And that's frustrating, but that's life. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah, it's what it is. You gotta stay strong. You gotta have those that support you close by and remind yourself that they are close by and uh, hustle. I think whenever you're ready to move, I think you just need to change your ideas about it. Like not have such a high expectation so that when you reach there, you're ready for anything that comes up. Yeah, at I, I think definitely. Yeah, I think preparation is definitely important, like you guys said. At least to have some type of preparation, you're you're ready for that situation that you're in. The like I said about the costs, and that's why I'm asking you guys about it. It's because when you don't have a plan with your costs, people are so used to, for example, here in my case, like how I was, I would go to my dad and I would tell him, "Baba, just give me a hundred dirhams. I need to go. I need to go do something. I need a hundred dirhams or anything like that." I would just go ask, "Father, please give me money now. I need this now." But when you're abroad, you can't do that anymore. So I think you definitely need to take all the income you have and definitely plan how you're going to spend it. And even preparing before you even leave the country by having that, like asking your parents, instead of giving you every so often money, whenever you ask, you just tell them, can you give me this much a month? And then just plan accordingly. That way, when you leave and you have a salary, you can plan it. 
I think that's what I did. That's one of the steps that I had taken for the inevitable future where I would have to leave this country and uh, have to live by myself. At least I would know how to deal with my money and how to not spend it and how to have a savings account. It's hard to financially stabilize yourself. And definitely that's something that everybody's going to face because money is like one of the biggest things ever and everybody needs money. And if you don't have money, you can't live. And I think just everybody needs to take that step and just prepare for that. It's so important to also remember that finance is a thing and financial security is really nice. But I think, you know, if you worry too much about that, it's also going to take the fun out of the experience because mm -hmm. you really learn as you go. Like, it's totally fine to make a couple of mistakes in the beginning or, or even a shit to, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of mistakes in the beginning. Okay. Um, because you're going to learn from them, like I mentioned earlier, right? The most important preparation that you need to go through or undergo when it comes to moving abroad or pretty much from doing anything is mental preparation. You mm -hmm. just need to really be in the right kind of mindset and to really kind of think about how you're feeling. Never neglect how you're actually feeling yeah. about the entire situation. Be honest about that. And you can never ask too many questions either. Like if you're unsure about something, great, ask something. Find out why you're unsure about it and then figure out how to not be unsure about that. You know, talk about these things, even if it's about finance, like you can ask as many questions as you want, but at the same time, like sometimes those answers aren't enough. Think like, um, when it comes to like comes down to money it you can start being crazy about planning like i was but at the same time you don't have to you don't need that kind of stress in your life because that's going to take away from all the good times that you'll be having making those mistakes they're fun like making mistakes are fun like not in the moment sometimes but after that like you look back and you really learn from that it's that and kind it's a of funny experience yeah it's a it becomes a story to tell yeah it, definitely like that's what life is it's just collecting and creating stories to tell your own little storybook so um what yeah. i what i wanted to say was that she mentioned the thing about pride right and you're bringing up about finance and like bringing your dad involved because we're very i don't want to say prideful people but in a way we are like we don't want to admit that we need help or that we need money but it's really important to know that family still exists and obviously, if they can, they will help you no matter what. So there's never a point where, oh, no, I'm going to end up living in the streets. No, because there will always be a way to prevent that from ever happening. You know, there's always going to be some source of help. People no, often take one of two perspectives. And it's on one hand, it's, well, I'm not going to have this help for the rest of my life. So I've got to learn how to live without it, like from now. And then there's the other perspective where it's, I've got this help and it's not going to be around forever. So I have to use it right now. And people end up picking sides when really you should find a balance between the two. It's okay to use the help that you've got. You need to use as much help as you can get. But at the same time, don't be dependent on it. So it's just finding that kind of balance between both perspectives and not having to be so one-sided. Because if you do that to either extreme, you're going to hurt yourself. And it's going to be a learning experience, but at the same time, it's it's going to be a harsh one. And you can avoid that altogether if, you know, you had that right kind of 
balance that you are trying to establish from the beginning and you don't get that very quickly you have to like you know go through so much but if you as long as you have that in your mind to remember that it's okay to ask for help and that knowing that it's not going to be there for, yeah my dad always for, says ever. that life is about 99 failure and that one percent will be that one success that you'll have that will just make the most of those 99 fails so you always need to have that in mind yeah you always need to be able to know that no matter what happens especially when you're abroad no matter what happens you will always have a solution nothing is just completely ended there you should always try to make your best in never giving up sometimes you do have to take a step back give up or maybe not even give up like take a step back and realize the situation you're in and adapt to it and i think that's the main thing about living abroad like animals all the time have to adapt to their habitats so that's the same thing about us. We are traveling to a different country and we're adapting to our new habitat and making that our final environment that we want to live um, in. What what I did is that when I kept, because I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, right? I don't know if I'm going to officially stay here, move move around. But what I've done is I've, I've written down like pros and cons, done like a Venn diagram and stuff like that. I'm like, I've properly planned things out. Like, okay, what is it that I like here? What is it that I like there? What is it that I want? Because like, obviously I've, I've gotten into like negative, a lot of negative thoughts, right? So I try and like write those things down to properly visualize my problems and what it is that I want because I don't want to be sitting around doing nothing, right? So I'd ask myself, <laughs> what what is it that I want to do? You know, like, what is it what I want to do? How am I going to get like, how am I going to work towards getting that, right? So like you write down, everything you like how what you want to do in the future and then like start to work yourself towards that so i started doing this animal welfare um pro, uh, la, what's it called uh, uh, yeah animal welfare course yeah like a course on coursera <laughs> yeah so on, on on a website for free um so i'm just like at least it's something right so if i get that certificate i'm i'm working towards my initial goal and i'm just I'll, I'll hopefully find jobs in that field. You know, it's just planning from now, you know, okay. I can't really go to university right now, but at least I'm kind of working towards that. that yeah. Field. Education is definitely an important factor. Not generally like the education where, when I say like university or etc. I mean, like definitely trying to learn mm. as much as you can in general, even if yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. from a, ooh, so yeah, important. like you need to know, you need to know what's going on in the world. Or not even that, if you're interested in a certain field or you want to have that career in the future, do some research. You know, at this point in time, we have all the steps and all the like resources available for us to learn about everything in the world. Like you, if even if you wake up one day and you say, hey, I want to learn about coding, you can just open up your computer or whatever you device you have and just search. And then you can start to learn about that anything. And like, I think now in this, yeah. And like even like now, I think Harvard, for example, is one of the most prestigious schools in the world, universities in the world, and they're having free online courses that you can take. And that's where, where something my father would tell me is that an education is a weapon, a degree is a weapon. But I'm going to change that in the sense that knowledge is a weapon. The more knowledge you have, the more power you have over anything. You know what I mean? So and I think that's the most important thing about living abroad is just knowing what you're getting yourself into and i think we're discussing too much about like 
what's the bad that could come so what do you guys have experienced what is all the good that you guys have experienced so far oh so much so great like i wish everyone had that had this opportunity to just like get out and you know move countries because the 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 one thing that i am always consistently learning so much about is myself mm-hmm. that's like crazy i'm like discovering so much about myself and my potential my capabilities and even my weaknesses but that's still like you know so important to know and without knowing what my weaknesses are i could never dream to work on them you know and coming here or just moving out of the house in general you learn so much about life when you learn more about yourself because yeah. you're living this entire experience through yourself through your senses through your body and it comes with you know a lot of self love a lot of self appreciation a lot of um you know just knowing about who you are and then it's like this whole like journey of finding yourself and like who am i and whatever and it's just started like that's just started for me and that's i don't know when it's going to end i don't know if it's ever going to end it's one of those things where you're going to consistently change so you're going to consistently be learning about yourself and that's so awesome i love it i really do i like like suggest and recommend everyone to start their like self finding their self journey kind of, yeah like yeah. self discovery journey that's what it is and and it's, it's like fun Yeah, it's so I think fun. that's what you get. Yeah, that's what you get because when you're at home, for example, when you're surrounded by different people and all their problems, you don't have a moment to step back and realize what's going on in your life. So the moment you move out since you're alone most of the time, you can actually realize, "Oh, this is the issues I'm having and this could be the reason why." And therefore, I can step back and take necessary steps to improve on those. and find myself and realize who i am as a person not who am i as the daughter of who and why and all that stuff you know what i mean you become your own person you know when you step back. not necessarily moving out to, to another country but i mean like when you start to yeah, you live your life because, on your own because like when you're home you're constantly thinking about oh what does my family want or oh how do my friends see me but now that you're 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 somewhere where people don't really know you that's your chance to change old habits that you didn't like and just try and just it's a fresh start it's a whole new start you get to act and behave how you want to behave you get to behave in a way how you want people to see you you think things differently you get to implement things without having that constant thought oh this person's going to make fun of me they're going to judge me or anything like that it's just a whole new fresh start you know and it's amazing it's exciting yeah like living like how is it for us growing up in the UAE we were always surrounded by a multicultural community you know it's for a lot of people it's like what's your favorite part of traveling they say like the people meeting new people and stuff and we had that privilege to kind of meet people without having to move like these people were coming over to us and we yeah. were always surrounded by such interesting and diverse cultures and languages and just like you know people in general so coming out here It wasn't so much the people that nature. impacted me. It was well, yeah. For me, nature. Yeah, wait. For me, it was just like realizing what I'm like with these people. So it's less about the impact of people on me and more so my my own impact on everyone else around me. And it's like, whoa, 
it's like perspective change. Hello. That was really like interesting and cool um, to kind of see what I'm like in different environments and to indulge in those differences and in those changes that we are constantly going through. So her is the nature. Yeah, for sure. We don't get seasons in the UAE as much. It's so beautiful. And the thing is, there's so many parks here, so many parks. And now that the weather's getting better, better, there are lakes and people are just like canoeing and kayaking and swimming. And it's just, everyone's tanning. Like wherever you go, there's a field you won't see an, an, an empty green spot, you know? It's just someone's there tanning. Someone has their books. Someone's playing their music. Everyone's just kind of united. It's really it's really nice to see. Oh, my. No one judges you here. It's just like every, what I love about Berlin is what, what you see is what you get, you know? Nothing's really hidden. Everything's out in the open. It's definitely a different community yeah. than living here, for example. Because so, we're so like used to being alone here. Different. Would I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even the heat, the heat, like it's definitely like the advantages of living abroad is you change your environment and that's like known and everybody should know that for a fact, like you can move to anywhere you want. Possibly we have to, of course, take into account visas and everything and passports or whatever, but you can move generally to anywhere you want. There's a possibility and it's you pick a country where you want to move to that fits your preferences of life. Or just so each country shoot a dart different. at a map and just yeah. go for it. Yeah, just pick randomly. That's yeah, definitely yeah. the right choice. They're like, but I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. sometimes you, you can't... Like I told you, the, the, most, the most prepared you can be is just mentally. And that's, that's the best. And when you're mentally prepared, you can go anywhere. You can go anywhere with anyone, with whatever kind of money you've got in your pocket. It doesn't matter. Because if you're mentally prepared, you will find a way. That's... And that's something that everyone needs to remind themselves of because it's always going to seem like you run it like come to a dead end at some point but if you're mentally prepared and you're in that right kind of mental state and you know um you are ready to overcome any obstacle that comes your way then that wall easily becomes something like climbable or you know you can actually you need to be courageous Yes. You need to be courageous and confident. Yeah, you need to be ready. Like, that's what I want to stress the most in this podcast that we're doing today is that you need to be in all the different situations, all mentally, physically, everything. You need to be ready to take that step. It is something that you need to be so sure about because once you go you you need to know you need to be ready like i'm saying like yeah you need to like be prepared and i think it's like a different it's like a wonderful step to take and you should take it definitely at your own pace whenever you would like you can take that step and just do it like it's no one is stopping you unless you're like me who had like parents stopping you but i know that at one point in my life i will be able to take that step by myself and I'm not letting my situation stop me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when I when I left the UAE, my mom was very in denial in a way that she was like, okay, yeah, you'll go for three months, but you'll come back, right? Because you don't know if you're going to find a job or this and that. I'm like, yeah, mom, you know, like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah, sure. But I never booked a return ticket. I just went, you know, I'm just going for it. And it's just, it takes a lot 
um, and time. It takes time for your parents and your family to get used to you being gone. But then once you're gone and they realize how happy you are, they'll also realize how proud they are of you for you to actually take that step, you know, because it's it's scary. You know, honestly, it is scary. They're afraid but, for you, too. But, That's the thing. They're afraid yeah. for you, too. But it's a really fun and exciting experience, you know, like it's it's all about you being independent and accepting certain things that you're going to go through and just living in the moment, enjoying every single moment of it. Exactly. It's fun. You can't, yeah, you just, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's what everybody just needs to know. I think that we with this podcast, everybody will be able to gain a certain knowledge. And I, I just want to stress how important knowledge is. And that's why I want to start something like this. And that's why I decided to start something like this, because I can share the knowledge I have with everybody and let them understand my perspective and my views and how maybe you never know how what you say could help somebody. So something like this, it could be some maybe somebody in university or somebody in school who wants to move abroad for university. They can be hearing this and they can be, oh, this is very helpful information. I'm going to take this into account and therefore decide what I'm going to do. And that's why I found it very important. And the topics that I'm going to be talking about are going to vary from whatever I feel like. But because I am very opinionated and I'm very outspoken about what I feel and what I think about and I feel like it's important to share with people because maybe my view is something that people don't really take into account so you can have that you can have that knowledge and use it in your everyday life it's so easy to have a problem and to feel like you're the only one that's feeling this way and going yeah. through it and it's it's such a a dark place that you end up bringing yourself into and Knowing that there are other people that may be going through something, if not exactly the same, similar, is already so relieving and like like releases weight off your shoulders. So this podcast is great, guys. You gotta you know follow it. And Jenny's amazing. Woo! And yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So thank you guys. I think this is what what we have for today. Thank um, you. For thank you guys for being on my show. Yum. thank you guys thank for you. telling me your thank views you. and your opinions i hope this is something that everybody will enjoy maybe some people will not like it it's your opinion everybody's valid to their opinion but i just want to put it out there for me and for everybody else whoever may need this but thank you guys this has been this generation's podcast <laughs> Woo! get it jen Woo! guys Woo! Thank you to everybody who helped me at my polls, everybody who took part in everything. And I'm just so, so, so grateful for all the love and the support I've been getting. And if you guys want to follow me on whatever social media, I will either have that link below or you can just search uh, Jennifer Eats Jelly on Instagram and everything will be there. So thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for being on my show again. Uh, have a nice day and good night. Bye. <laughs>